And we're live. Jasmine McBride. It's me. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. So you are our gymnastics coach. Yeah, it's it's been a lot more fun than I kind of thought it would be. Not really. I kind of figured that it would be awesome, but it's way more awesome than I imagined it would be. So. How'd you get into gymnastics? I started gymnastics when I was like five. Yeah. So kind of like the prime age with the kids that we have in our program now. And, but the only difference was I was at a hardcore gym. I started at GMS in Manassas, Virginia. And I rem- it's so funny because I don't remember a lot of things from my childhood, but I remember my very first day of gymnastics. Like my parents took me to this gym and I did this solo session with the owner of the gym. And they were basically evaluating me to see where I should be. And I remember she was like, okay, we're going to do a back handspring. I'm five. She's like, so you're just going to turn around, sit, swing, and jump back, and do a back handspring. And I did it. And I just, I just did it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that was like no, no previous experience? No, no experience. And wow. she was like, they like, most, so gymnastics, not a lot of people know, it's levels one through ten. I jumped right into level four um, at five. And then, yeah, I was at that hardcore gym, and then we moved around a lot, but I was working out like 20, 30 hours a week. Yeah, so so tell me about this. I've heard like I grew up I grew up swimming, and so mm-hmm. like my my age group would probably be. I mean, it was definitely every day, um, and like Saturdays and stuff, yeah. and Sundays when we did meets. But it would be probably a two hour practice every day. So what's it look like for an age group gymnast? Yeah, growing up. So we. <laughs> Oh my gosh, when I think about it, it's really crazy. We worked out, we had four-hour practices. Sometimes there were five. Um, and this is like when you're like five, six, Well, seven. when I was five, I was probably working out. I, was, I had two four-hour practices, so eight hours a week. Okay. Um, and then as I got older, um, I started working out. I probably had like five practices a week. Four hours each day wow. during so the summer. The standard we, gymnastics practice is four hours. Mm-hmm. Walk like what do you do? Walk so me like through that. yeah, the first the beginning of a practice is always stretch, warm up, conditioning, and then they usually have like an outline for what events you're gonna do. Mm. So we might do vault, bars, beam, floor. We spend a designated amount of time at each event. Sometimes there's a break in between. It just depends on the gym. But then the end of practice ends the same stretch like a cool down and conditioning um, so you warm up so you warm up stretch conditioning mm-hmm. like like the bookends of the of the practice mm-hmm. and then in the middle you're doing like your event specific stuff yeah exactly wow. and so most times um, you're practicing your routine or certain skills that are weak that you need to compete and so if we're spending an hour on bars and I know my dismount is awful yeah. Then I'll spend an hour working on my dismount or doing wow. drills to help better my dismount. Or if I'm just having a really awful dismount day, <laughs> then I'll just work on something else. Yeah. And then yeah. So So when you're when you're younger, the the, the practice is still four hours, you're just doing fewer days per week. Yeah. And, and so then, yeah. sometimes it might be three. Um, usually like the average I would say is like two and a half to four hours. Okay. It really just depends on the gym. I mean right. I'm I'm coaching right now part time at a gym in Woodbridge, and these girls who were my age and level, they're working out like twice a week for two and a half hours, 
And it's funny because the coach is like, I don't understand why my girls don't win. And I'm just like scratching my head and I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's like, my girls never take home first place. And I'm just like, I always took home first place. Yeah. And that was because I was working out so much. Yeah. And then when you were, so you're, you remember your first gymnastic experience, like you were saying you were five yeah. doing a back handspring. Mm-hmm. So like, do you remember like going to practice when you were younger? Do you remember like enjoying it or not enjoying it? Or like, what, what was your experience with that? Like growing up? Yeah, I, there, I always, it, it always came in waves. Like I would yeah. have months when I was, when practice was going really well and I was always looking forward to going and working out. And then there would come, like, a good month or two when I would ask my parents to skip practice. Yeah. Or I just, I would go to practice, and we got kicked out of practice. And so I would go to practice, and I would purposely do awful. So I would get kicked out of practice so I could go home. Like, you would behave or you would, like, like perform badly? I would perform badly. And they'd kick you out for performing mm-hmm. badly? Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. I remember in my peak years, like, I was, I'll never forget this either. I was training this, this skill called a cow hop. And basically, you're on the bar, and you push the bar away, but you're in a handstand. You push the bar away, and you switch your hands from here to here, mm. like while going into a handstand. And so I was terrified to do it because if you miss your hands, you fall right down on your right. face. Like there's no other way to fall out of that <laughs> skill. It's on your face. And I remember I was terrified to do it, and I got kicked out of practice because I wouldn't do it. Wow. And so, like, I, it would be kind of like that if I didn't want to be at practice and I I wouldn't do a skill or I would pretend to be afraid to do something or I my coach would be like, straighten your legs, straighten your legs, and I just never would do it. And yeah. My coach would be like, you know what, I'm tired of seeing you. Get out. Wow. Yeah, and so. Yeah, because you sort of, you sort of, hear like the the russian gymnast or the you know the romanian and like it's it's that strict it's It's like that approach to Mm -hmm. training it's Mm -hmm. like but you know i always tell people i don't think that i would be the per like as disciplined as i am now Mm. if i didn't go to those hardcore gyms like totally i never i don't i don't know i mean even as an adult now i always think i'm like where would i learn how to like push through things yeah or challenge myself or just like be really persistent or any of those things. I'm just like, I don't know how I would have learned those things without right. gymnastics. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like you learn like those, those persistent skills, like that discipline? Do you think, do you think you learn that like on a, on, um, like through practice or do you think it's sort of like through the competition component of things? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, is yeah. it just the daily grind of practice and just showing up every single day and just having the discipline to focus for four hours, mm-hmm. five days a week? Yeah. Or do you think that it was sort of like you grind through the practice, but then having like the discipline and learning in the moment of performance or a combination? Of, I think of it's both? definitely a combination of both because there would be times when you know, I'm working out and I'm doing all these things. I'm going to practice every day and I'm on time and I'm, you know, we used to have all these cheaters in practice who would cheat conditioning and I never did that. You know, yeah. I, I was always like very focused at practice because I knew we had a competition this weekend and I wanted to win. And so I think it's a combination of, you know, my discipline in practice, my discipline in a competition and then seeing the reward at the end. Yeah. And so like, I think all of that stuff comes in it all comes together. It's 
I don't know. It's like you sort of see the hard work, but then you see the result and it's, Mm -hmm. it's super tangible where a lot of times as an adult, it's like you do a lot of hard work and maybe you don't see that result. Like there's no medal at the end of it or there's no like judgment. Like there's Mm -hmm. no like, this is the competition and I either failed or I won. Like sometimes as an adult, it's like all this hard work. And then it's like, it's so crazy. Cause just like talking about it, I get really emotional because like, I was like, gymnastics was like everything. Yeah. And so I just remember, like, I can't believe, like, how much I worked out and, you know, all the meets that I went to, and I always won. Like, I have to bring in my medals and, like, let you, like, take a picture or something because it's unreal. That's awesome. It's unreal. Yeah. So you get emotional because you miss it, Mm -hmm. because you loved it. And I think also, like, I don't don't have anything to train for right now, you know? So I think, I think... If I were to find something to train for, I would be gymnastics mode. Like, right. you know, it's funny because when I started working out at the gym, I was like, I want to train for the games. I want to train for CrossFit games because yeah. I know I have that discipline and I know I, I could be focused. And I like, I'm so focused and so disciplined. I think I could like actually win, you know? Yeah. And, like, and be, I mean, like, like a top contender. For sure. And I mean, you, you look at the top female contenders, like almost all of them have really high level gymnastics mm-hmm. backgrounds. Cause I think, I think the skills, the skills that you develop through gymnastics are the hardest skills for women to develop if they're not doing five <laughs> hours, you know, four yeah. hour practices a day. Yeah. I mean, just like your upper body strength and your ability to do handstands and stuff like that is really, mm-hmm. really difficult to develop and takes a lot of time. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because I always say, you know, handstands in particular, I'm like, I really hope I'm like 40 and kids are like, you used to be a gymnast, can you do a backflip? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I just do it. Yeah. Same thing with handstands. Like just pop out a handstand anywhere when I'm 40. That'd be, That'd awesome. be awesome. So... So you sort of so so walk me through. So you were you were competing at a high level in gymnastics like all through your childhood and then yeah. all the way through like basically through through the end of high school. Yeah. So I so you know high school I feel like it's so easy for athletes to steer away from passion. Like, you know, you get to high school and they have cheerleading and basketball and they have games and you know There's a lot rally. of distractions. Yeah. Tons. And your friends, like sometimes your friends are like, well, why don't you come hang out? Yeah. And you're like, no, I, yeah. I've got like, practice, practice in the morning. Yeah. Like this yeah. is, this is my exactly. priority. And so in high school, I feel like I got sucked into that because I wanted to have friends and I wanted to like go to things at school. And so I started feeling like I was spending so much time at the gym and I didn't have any friends. Yeah. And so. Were, were most of your friends like, like in swimming, for example, all of my friends were swimmers. No. No. It was, yeah. Wow. So um, the only, really, like, the only friends I had were the girls who went to the gym, same gym as me. Yeah. And none of those girls went to my high school. Oh, yeah. okay. None of I those see. girls. And That's so, tough. Yeah. So I would go to school, and I could spend, I was so weird in high school. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Still are. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I can count on one hand how many actual friends I had in high school yeah and I could go through a whole high school day and say not one word right you know so but then I go to practice I get kicked out of practice for talking too much yeah. you know what I mean because so, you, you have all that like built up like social yeah. energy and I know these people and yeah. you know we actually have things in common you know like right. we spend 16 to 25 hours in the gym a week you know yeah. and in high school and you know we can all relate on that level you know so 
So, yeah, so, in high school, I just, I felt like I, I wanted things that I didn't have. And so I was like, I'm going to cheer. And so I'd never cheered before. I tried out for the cheer team. Obviously, I made it because I can tumble. Yeah. You right. know, and I'm small, so I was a top girl. I was a yeah. flyer. And so um, I started cheering, and I really liked going to, like, football games and basketball games. And I started thinking this was more fun than gymnastics. Yeah. And there was one year, my junior year in particular, my dad was like, you got to pick one. You can't do both. And I was like, I'm going to cheer this year. And so I cheered and I didn't do gymnastics and I I never went back. Yeah. 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 It's, I I think it's kind of hard to go from something that's so disciplined and so structured Mm -hmm. and so really like hard, like it's a grind. Mm -hmm. It's hard to like leave that. And then, like, come back to it, yeah. you know? Like, that's that's got to be one of the hardest. And cheer was just so different because we had practice twice a week, and it was, like, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had a game on Friday and Sat- or Saturday nights or whatever. So I just – my thing was I just thought it was easier. And so I think, really, I just needed a break. For sure. And it's funny because now at my part-time job – I teach competitive gymnastics, and I always tell my parents, the parents, they'll ask me after practice, how's my daughter doing? Like, what does she need to work on? You know, she looks like she's not very focused. I tell them, I say, if she asks for a break, give her a break. Yeah. You know, and, you know, if this is, you know, she's really good. She's going to come back. You know, she's going to miss it. And these kids are so young. I just, I think my parents were, my parents weren't, my dad was athletic, but my mom really wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so when my parents saw that I was, really good at this sport they were just like pushing push do it, push do it, do it, yeah do it, do it. like you can't take a break yeah so i mean you you see these you see these gymnasts i mean like 11 12 mm-hmm. 13 and they're like it seems like they're at the peak like yeah. what like where do you feel like your gymnastics arc like where where was where when were you at the top um i would probably say my peak was like 12 to 16 yeah that was when, well, at that age, so in gymnastics, levels one, it's changed now since I was doing gymnastics, but it used to be levels one through six were compulsory. Okay. And then levels seven through 10 were optional. And so in optional, you get to pick your own music, choreograph your own routine, pick your own skills to compete. And so when I, when I was in optional, I felt like that was when I was thriving the most because I could like... Play, play to your strengths yeah, a little bit and yeah. like have more fun with it. Exactly. Yeah. And so, for example, like when you're a compulsory, you have to compete what's in the book. Right. You know? And you so... Do these skills. They have a routine, a th- two and a half minute routine that you compete that has to be what's in the book. Right. And then when you're an optional, you, you get to... You make your own two and a yeah. half minute routine. Right. And so, for example, I wasn't a twister. Like, twisting was never my thing. Really? So, like... Flipping and twisting, I just, I, I get lost in the air. Like, yeah. I don't know where I am. But, like, I was a flipper. Double backs, double right. fronts. Wow. I was double flipping off of bars, floor, vault was, I, I mean, you don't double flip off a of vault. But, and then, yeah, so, but I was never a twister. So, when I became an optional, I was a flipper. Yeah, you just focused on, mm-hmm. on your strengths. Yeah, and then exactly. you could ride that. Yeah, and so I think when I was able to focus on my strengths, that's when I was able to be more successful yeah because I I knew I was only competing what I knew I could do 
So. Right. So then, so you were sort of at your gymnastics peak from 12 to 16. Mm-hmm. Like, were you, how does it work? Were you competing like club? Was it like a high school thing? Uh, we didn't have high, it's funny. We didn't have high school gymnastics um, at the school I went to. And my dad tried to talk to the athletic director and they didn't want to do it because of liability insurance. Mm. And so, but I, I think high school gymnastics is a lot more downplayed than club gymnastics. Yeah. So I, I did do club gymnastics, um, but it's not, it's, you know, in college you hear club lacrosse oh yeah there it's not as good as like the actual college club gymnastics is legit yeah yeah same same with swimming i mean like Mm -hmm. age group swimming is like the the club component of swimming is so much more legit than the high school component exactly and anyone who performs well in high school sports in swimming it's yeah it's because they 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 live in the club yeah and that's that's the way that we would train growing up is we would have there was like the, the 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 um I don't know, I guess the North side school district, all of the schools would, would kind of practice and swim in the same pool, but that was the same place where the club team practiced. So like all of, all of my friends growing up were just the people that I would swim with. And we all went to the same high school districts. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you'd have like a dual meet against a, you know, a competitor, (laughs) but it's really just your, your buddies that you practice with all day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's the people who perform, uh, the the people who perform best in their high school competitions are the, are the people who are training four hours a day in Mm -hmm. in the club. Yeah. It's kind of crazy though, because I feel like club gymnastics now, um, I feel like it's, it's just changed so much. They're not as, it's not as hardcore as when I was doing, yeah. Um, some of them, you know, there are a handful of gyms that you find that still are, but I mean, the part-time gym that I coach at, like I said, they're only having their optionals work out two, three times a week for like two and a half hours. Yeah. So do you think that's a, do you think that's good? Like, I mean, do you think it's like, would you rather, would you rather be driven and pushed and, and sort of become excellent and maybe like get burnt out? You know, or would you rather I think develop a more like long-term relationship with the sport? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard with gymnastics because long-term, that's kind of like non-existent in gymnastics. It's like 16 to 18. Like if you're not in college or in competing in the Olympics, like you're done. Like that's, yeah. you know. Why does so, it end so early? Is it just like it's so demanding on your body and you I just. I don't really know. I think people just kind of, you know, after high school, there's no other place to really compete besides college. After college, there's nowhere to compete except Olympics. Yeah. So I think it just kind of stops. And there's not like a ton of money in it, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. I used to go to this open gym in uh, Manassas <laughs> and I used to just go once a week, Thursday nights from eight to nine. I would drive all the way there. And um, this guy was like, you should do, you should join our adult league. I was like, you guys have an adult team? Yeah. He was like, yeah, you know, you pay the membership fee, and we have a couple meets um, every other month. And I was like, and I told my parents about it, and they were like, you should do it. And it's funny because as, as an adult now, I'm just like, man, I could really get hurt. Like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really know. Like, there are so many skills that I still can hold on to. Like, I can still do a kip. I can still do Cassian stand. I can still tumble. But I'm like, if I were to really train a routine... I'd probably really get hurt. Like, because there's a lot of skills that you're just like that 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 you're able to do when you were younger because you're practicing yeah, every day, and, yeah. and now you're just a little. I th- but I 
do think, you know, as active as I am now, I think if I were to train, I'd probably be fine. Yeah. I think it's just the adult in me that's like, like Jasmine, be safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not safe. The, the prefrontal cortex <laughs> is developed. <laughs> exactly. That's funny because I went to a, tramp- a trampoline park and I was doing like double flips into the that's pit awesome. and everyone was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, I used to be a gymnast. And I'm like, I wouldn't do this unless I was going into a pit. Yeah. Though. Like... Trampoline parks are fun. Yeah, they are really fun, but... They're exhausting. And they're really (laughs) exhausting, but at the same time, the whole time I'm at a trampoline park, I'm just like, I could sprain my ankle, I could hyperextend (laughs) my knee, I could give myself whiplash... Like, I'm just thinking of all the ways all the that different I can ways get that hurt. You can hurt. Yeah. <laughs> More so the reason why I only do things that I know I can do. Yeah. You know? So. So what was your, what was your best event? Beam. Really? Yeah, I was beam. beam. Beam state champ four years in a what? row. What? Yeah. That's something, you know, it's funny. I try to be really modest about gymnastics, but beam is something that I love to brag about. Really? Yeah. So how does that work? It was the, like a club state championship? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And it, but it was all through USAG. Okay. Um, so you get USAG certified. Yeah. Um, you, um, and, you know, you have that gym that competes, and they have all these club teams that compete. And so you have – so on the Eastern Shore, it's considered Region 7. Yeah. Um, and so all the states like Virginia, Maryland – um, Pennsylvania, Carolina, like all those states really close. Those all those teams are in the same region. And so you have your you during the season you have club gymnastics and then you go to states and then you go to regionals and then yeah. you go to nationals. Yeah, and, super similar to, to the swimming mm-hmm. arc. Yeah. yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. That's awesome. And so yeah, the club gymnastics, I, I remember I used to go to gym, I used to go to competitions and I would walk in and people would look at me and they'd be like, Oh, She's I'm going to lose the beam. She's here, yeah. So the beam was your best. Mm-hmm. So what years did you win? You said four four years in a row? Oh, geez. Um, so this would have been like oh, 12 through 16? Um, no, it was kind of like... No, it was like 08 through... Yeah. No, it might have been like 07 cool. through... And so, like, when you when you won the state, you went on to regionals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. so I was on the regional team. Oh, super cool. Uh, Yep, all those years in a row. And then I had one really bad regional meet. It yeah. was awful. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I forgot my floor routine. And it was like you only, just blanked on it? Yeah, it was awful. And that never happened to me in all yeah. the years that I was doing gymnastics. But my coach told me to switch one of my tumbling passes. Oh. And I was facing a different way than, than when I warmed up. And so I just completely blanked out. Yeah, it's like one little thing switched yeah. and then you just lost yeah, it. I, yeah, and literally I went from facing you yeah. to facing the other way and I just forgot my whole yeah. routine. Wow. And I, I was, I think that was like one of my last meets. I was like 16 and I felt like an idiot. Yeah, um, I was just like, tough. I was like, okay, because there are certain skills that you get scored on in your routine. And I right. was like, as long as I do those skills, even if it doesn't go with the music, whatever. Right. Like, and I saw, I threw a tumbling pass. I did like some kind of jump combo and a turn just so I would get the points for it. But like, it didn't go with the music at all. And I walked off the floor and my coach was like, what happened? Whoa, what is that? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I, I did laugh about it though. Cause I was like, I don't even know. I don't yeah. know. It was weird. Yeah. So weird. So Beam was the best. Did you yeah. have a worst or was it just Beam was like, like all the others were like pretty good, but they Beam were was all your standout? Pretty, like I would, if I were to rank it, I would go 
beam, floor, vault, bars. And I wasn't awful at bars. Yeah. I just wasn't as consistent. Yeah. As all like all the other all the yeah. other events. And so I mean, my war- same thing with bars, like I would have awful awful warm-ups and then I would have awful like when I competed it was bad. Yeah. But beam, I would sometimes I wouldn't even warm up beam. Really? Yeah. I would probably throw so they call it a series, which is like when you do two flips in a row right. with connection. And so I I would probably throw my series and do a turn and then I would sit on the edge and I would wait for everybody else to warm up. Yeah. And, my, and everyone would be like, She's not warming up. Like they would like they would right. talk about me. Yeah. And then I would go compete and I would be fine. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. And you miss it. I do a lot, actually. It's funny because when I'm coaching all the time, I, I do handstands and I'm a, I was always a visual learner. So if I can do something, if yeah. I'm teaching it, I'll show it. Yeah. Always. Always. For and sure. It's funny. I have a lot of girls that I used to do gymnastics with and they can't do some of the skills. And I'm like, are you even a real gymnast if you can't still do a handstand? Like, are you even a real gymnast if you still can't do a flip? Like... I always feel like you're not a real gymnast if you still can't do those things. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't know. That's just my, yeah. my theory. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, but I ended, up, uh, I ended up cheering in college, which was fun. It was really fun. I went to Old Dominion, and I cheered all four years. And that was a different experience. Was that like competitive cheer, or was it... Just I yeah I don't know the different levels of yeah. cheer, but I, you see the stuff on ESPN. Yeah, so. that stuff's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's legit. Yeah, that's <laughs> like so legit. So when I was doing college, um, when I was doing college, when I was in college, um, we weren't competing. We were just doing yeah. sidelines. So mm-hmm. we cheered football, basketball. We cheered soccer. We went to swim. Um, we went to a lot of the sports teams that um, they had on campus. And then the last year that I cheered, my senior year, they were like, we should compete. Um, and so I think the past few years they've been competing in the UCA competitions. Yeah. So, um, like, against the other schools that you see on ESPN and stuff. Yeah, wow. So, But all-star cheerleading is a whole nother world. I don't think I would have been able to do that. No? Yeah, no. It just, Lots of twisting. I'm not a twister. Oh, that's right. You're not a twister. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You could have learned twisting. I'm probably, probably. But, I mean, in the small time that I did cheer, I got hurt more times than I did when I was doing gymnastics. Really? Why do you think that is? I think it's just because you're trusting other people to throw you in the sky. Like, it's uh, just not you. And so... There's, like, more variables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a lot more. A lot. Yeah. It's not just fall on your face or land short and break your ankle. Like, no, it's this person doesn't catch you. Yeah. And you hit them, and then you hit the floor. Yeah, like a really, like a t- super team sport. Yeah. I, I had a couple concussions in college from being dropped. and uh, CTE, watch out. Right? For cheer. <laughs> Sprained ankle, yeah. and so, wow. Like, yeah. you would just fall and, like, hit your head? There Frequently. was, well, some, most times the girls, when they would catch, they'd break the fall, but it was oh, still a pretty bad fall. Yeah, yeah, But there was this one time I was partner stunting with uh, this guy on the team. His name was Nick. And so I don't, I was, I'm sure you see in college stunting, they call it uh, co-ed stunting when it's a guy and a girl. Yeah, where they like push them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nick threw me up. And caught me here with two hand, two feet and two hands. And then he was supposed to push up and put two hands, two feet in one of one, his hands. Yeah, right. 
And uh, I don't know what happened. My feet just slipped right yeah, forward. Yeah. And I just, just lost the balance. Yeah, I just fell literally Ooh. like a tree this way. Ooh. And he didn't even, I don't I don't know. He didn't even try to catch me. It was completely accidental. Of course. You know? Yeah, it wasn't being malicious, but, but wow. I fell flat on my back. Oh, and no. That and you're was, falling from like six, eight feet. Like yeah, you're falling from high. Yeah. And I landed flat on my back and I hit my head and I had a really bad concussion. I had like Ooh. tunnel vision. For like a whole day, it was what? awful. Yeah, that was crazy. That was real crazy. I broke I broke a couple ribs from like landing on the side Jeez. when girls catch. So they're supposed to catch here, and I just over their arms. I just fell. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was such a such a intense yeah. sport. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think like pyramids are the scariest because it's like all these group of people. And then together. one one thing goes wrong, and you all Everyone come crashing falls. down. Yeah, it's crazy. Were you the top of the pyramid? Mm-hmm. Gotta be. I have some really cool pictures of that, too. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I first started cheering, I was like, I wanted to be a base because I yeah. knew I was strong. They were like, no, no, you're going in the sky. Like, yeah. you're smaller than everybody else. Like, you can hold your weight. You're you're strong, so you can be tight, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. I wanted to be a base for a really long time. <laughs> They were like, not happening. Yeah. There's only four foot something person on the team and wanted to be a base. So do you think gymnastics, this is like the, the, the burning question. Do you think gymnastics makes people short or are short people good at gymnastics? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know which one it is. I don't know because I always feel, I feel like I was growing when I was a kid and then I just stopped growing. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a stun growth thing. Yeah. Or if, you know... Short people are just drawn. Yeah, well, like when you were when you were competing in gymnastics, did you did were there like girls that you were competing with, and then they just sort of like got too tall, and then they started to suck, and then yeah. they just quit the you sport. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, you see tall gymnasts, and most of them aren't very good. <laughs> you know, I think it's just more leg and more arm and yeah, more body that they have to deal with, yeah. and I think it's just easier for shorter, yeah. for shorter people. Yeah, most of the girls when I was competing, if they were tall, I was like, they're not very good. Yeah. And most tall gymnasts are twisters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Flippers. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if it's like a jump thing or, I don't know, it's just easier to twist. Yeah. yeah. How good is Simone Biles? Jeez. She's phenomenal. Yeah, because like you, you watch the Olympics and you see and she's like, and everyone's like, she is so much better yeah. than everybody else. Yeah, and so her thing is she is very very consistent okay and she she's a lot tighter um than so like for example if you were to compare this is just my personal opinion if you were to compare gabby douglas and uh simone biles simone is more like like powerful she 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 is a power she looks like you like if you put them side by side it's like wow yeah she's definitely strong yeah yeah for sure and you know uh gabby douglas only like two three inches taller than her really she's still like five foot yeah and simone (laughs) is like four eight four nine right yeah and so she she's more powerful and she so most gymnasts they have they have this thing uh where you hit through a handstand like every skill that you do you get points for going like on the through bar. a handstand, for example. Yeah. Yes, on the bar. And so, like, Gabby Douglas, I felt like she would grace through a handstand, you know. I but Simone, she'll go through a handstand and hit it. She'll, like, whip to the yeah. handstand. Yeah, whip to the handstand, yeah. hold the handstand, and then go again wow. into something. Yeah. And so I just think her lines are more, like, 
like powerful. They yeah. just they're just there. Like the end, the beginning and the end of every skill is very apparent. And right. so like Gabby Douglas, I felt like she was very graceful. Right. And so that's just I think that's the difference between the two. But Simone is amazing. I was on her Instagram the other day. She's training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she gonna? She had her first day back in the gym a couple, uh, a couple days ago. Or a couple did weeks she? Ago. Did she retire? Did she get injured? What? She, what? I don't think. Uh, no, most most girls after the Olympics they take a little break. Yeah. They might be reset. in the gym, but just not not as consistent. Right. Um, but then they have the start of their season. They'll start training again. Yeah. And so I don't know if she's training for college or if she's going to do the Olympics again. I think she said she's going to, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. How old is she now? Do you know? I don't really know. Way past her prime. Nah. She's probably like she's probably like nineteen. Like <laughs> nineteen <laughs> past her prime. Yeah. gymnastics. I know. But the you know the one thing that makes me happy is when these girls go to the Olympics and then they go to college. Yeah. And they do college gymnastics, even though college gymnastics is a breeze for them. Yeah. A breeze. Well, yeah. Um, but it's still fun to like be able to continue to compete. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. So, um, so you cheered through college. What did you study in college? What'd you... Elementary education. Oh snap! Yeah, I, I wanna. I knew I wanted to work with kids, um, but I wasn't. I kind of knew that I wasn't gonna teach in a classroom. I don't know. I just just you, you just that's weren't feeling just not in the classroom. Me. Yeah. yeah, and I knew I wanted to do something active with kids. And although I don't want to be a gymnastics coach forever, yeah, definitely. I know I want to do something active with kids, yeah. whether. You know, I, I like growing the program at Old City. I think that is the foundation of Old City Gymnastics is exactly where I want to be. Yeah. I think that's where I'm most passionate. And where so, I, so tell me a little more. So, um, so I mean, the, the gymnastics program, who's mm-hmm. it for? What do you, like, wh- what's it all about? Yeah, so the, the program is fundamental gymnastics for kids ages 2 to 12. And so... We're not competitive, you know, we're not teaching the kids back handsprings and back flips and, you know, a bunch of crazy skills. We are solely teaching the fundamentals of gymnastics, forward rolls, backward rolls, flexibility, handstands, cartwheels. Um, And the cool thing about, I think, about our program is that we're cycling through everything that we do. And... We're cycling through, but in a, in a way that it's consistent for the kids to be able to grasp it under no pressure. And so we'll do cartwheels and we'll tell the kids, hey, we're working on cartwheels for the next four weeks. Yeah. But we're doing so many other things as well um, that they don't even realize that we just spent four weeks working on a cartwheel. Right. And then know? if and then the, the pressureless scenario is that if they didn't totally nail a cartwheel, like whatever, you'll, yeah. you'll catch the cartwheel yeah. in the next cycle. Exactly. Exactly. And then you can just work on improving your mm-hmm. skills. So, so it's kind of like you're building an athletic foundation. Exactly. And you know, the other thing is we're, I'm, I've been introducing a lot of things that are so, so basic you know, like jumping jacks or yeah. hula hooping, you know, jumping off of one foot. There's all of these things that you don't really think about learning. Right. But, you know, we've snuck these into our programming and the kids need it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. definitely. Especially with like, I mean, I think the internet just changed the way kids grow up, you know, yeah. like they're... They're inside a lot more. I mean, if you look at the childhood obesity rates and all these things, it's it's nuts. Yeah. The kids need that athletic outlet that 
that maybe they're not getting in their their normal like play life. Yeah, and I think and the one thing that I find most most um, what's the word. Um, that makes me feel best is when we get these kids who don't think that they're strong. Yeah. Or, you know, they don't know how to use their muscles. You right. Know? We just recently had the kids start climbing the rope. That's cool. And all the kids, I brought out the rope, and I'm like, hey, we're going to climb the rope today. And they're like, I can't do that. And, you know, they get on the rope, and I show them what to do with their hands, where to put their feet, and I tell them, pull with your muscles. And I'm, I think... 60% of our kids can climb to the top of our rope. What? Mm-hmm. And that's a tall rope. Yeah. That's like 14 feet. Yeah, yeah, and they've got it. And that's... every week they come, can we climb the rope, Coach Jasmine? Can we climb the rope? What? Do you guys want to play a game or do you want to climb the rope? We want to climb the rope, you know? So That's cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, lately we've been working, like helping the kids with like push-ups and jumping jacks and froggy jumps and just all of these Things that require muscle, yeah, you know, and coordination that you would assume that these kids could do, but they just can't. Yeah, well, I think I think one of the most beautiful things about sports is that it, like, in a in a, a time like childhood is like learning about yourself and what you're capable of doing and maybe making mistakes and you know it's like you're learning you're learning about the world you're learning about yourself and you're yeah. you're growing into a little human mm-hmm. and like one of the most beautiful things about sports is it gives you so many different areas to like explore what you're yeah. capable of you know it yeah you learn discipline you learn how to like push yourself past your your mental limitations it yeah. teaches you like what your body can do mm-hmm. and like it's it's incredible it is and i just i it's like one of the things that make me most excited to be a parent way in the future because I don't want to have kids for like 15 years. <laughs> but, you know, I think that's, you know, teaching kids how to like be physically strong and mentally strong is just, I think that's so fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. So. And I think it's super important because, I mean, you know, I don't think everybody needs to go through like the strictest gymnastics, yeah. you know, five hour practices, yeah. five days a week. And, you know, I grew up very similar in the way that, you know, like my swimming background, very similar to your gymnastics background yeah. where you're just you're put in one of these elite programs and you just you just do it like four hour, four yeah. hour practices. Well, two two hour practices, you know, two times my, my entire high school was was training at, at extremely high levels. And I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know, you're the same way. Yep. And I don't think you need that. You know, that's there if you want that. Mm-hmm. And that's there if you're passionate about it and you really want to learn. But you need something, you know? Yeah. Like you need you need a physical outlet, especially as a kid. Like you need a physical outlet. Because th- there's this book, um, it's called Spark. It talks about just the the body-brain connection and how like, how essentially just using using your your body like maybe before school or like after school it just helps mature the brain and helps like it gives the brain a lot of the I gotta read that that sounds awesome it's it's a really really good book yeah. that like part of the book they they there was a, a class they had a zero hour class so before school there was like a, a physical ed class that students could do yeah and then I forget the details of it, but either it was either the students who did it or the school districts that implemented this zero hour. They outperformed in the classroom everybody, everybody. Like yeah. they just performed so much better in school because they were using their bodies before school and, and yeah. exercising. It's, I mean, it's it's nuts. I think we're only scratching the surface of what the what the potential is for like, you know, body, brain, and for sure. The one thing I'm still trying to um, make 
a big breakthrough is flexibility with these kids. It's, <laughs> it's really funny because I, I feel like when I was five, like I could like spin my, like plant my feet and turn my back like three times or, you know, just do all these really freaky flexible things. And it, I feel like kids these days just aren't flexible. Yeah, I think they sit a lot. Yeah. And I think that's really, yeah. I mean, even you see it in adults, like in the in the gym, we see it all the time. It's, you know, if, if you're sitting eight hours a day and then you come home and you watch, you know, you're sitting on your couch yeah. for another four or five hours a day and then you're sleeping, yeah. like, your body turns into this, like your, your body <laughs> yeah. just turns into to seated. Yeah. And that's what, like you see a lot of in offices and stuff and you see a lot of people being more conscious of it and standing desks and mm-hmm. having walking meetings and all these things. And there's, um, you know, there's a push to incorporate that in schools too. And I think that's, I think that's super important. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, what do you do? Like, what do you, do, do you see, do you, like, how flexible are these kids? Like, are, are, are is like touching toes an option? Oh, it's, 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 it's like touching shins for these kids. Yeah. And, and at what age, like, cause you look at you look at a baby like you look at a, a toddler mm-hmm. and they their squat looks amazing <laughs> yeah. like they're super flexible obviously like they're yeah. they're you yeah. know the body's just starting you know, to come together. You know our three year olds are probably the most flexible out of all the kids that yeah. we have. Um, we have this stretch where the kids sit in a straddle. We call it pancake. The yeah. kids sit in a straddle and they put their belly on the floor. Right. And I think almost all of our three year olds can do that. So three is good. And then what age does four, it start? I think four. It starts four to five. It right starts at to four. The kids, you know, we do a pike with our legs together, and the kids are reaching for their toes and they're saying that their bones are breaking. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. My bones are breaking. That hurts. And I'm just like, you can't even touch your toes. Yeah. And so I think. For us, you know, stretching, we spend about 10 to 15 minutes stretching with the kids in our classes, trying to create a routine. And we try to encourage the kids to stretch at home and tell them like, oh, your pike looks so much better this week. Are you stretching at home? Yeah. And, you know, the answer when we start asking the kids that question a lot of our answers have changed from That's no good. to yes. And, and you see a difference mm-hmm. when they come back. Yeah. And so yeah. the kids are more interested in being more flexible and awesome. being able to do things that, you know, we acknowledge to them that they can't do in a positive way, obviously. Of course, yeah. But, you know, and then, you know, we tell them, you can do this if you practice at home. Yeah. And then they come back the next week or the week after, and they're like, look, Miss Jasmine, I can smell my knees. Because they can touch their toes right. and put their head down and smell their knees because they're so folded in half. That's you awesome. Know? So... And I think I think when you catch it when you catch it early, like mm-hmm. when you know you're four, you're five, you're six, you're like you're still growing. Yeah. You know, like they're yeah. so like you're so pliable. Yeah, I'm like, why are your hamstrings tight? My hamstrings are tight. Like you, you know, have an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I worked out yesterday, like or yeah. whatever the case may be. Or yeah, like kids' bodies can't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like what? But yeah, yeah. But the kids are the kids that we have in our program are phenomenal and. We get so many kids who are like, this is the best gymnastics class I've ever come to. That's awesome. Most of our older kids say that. And, yeah. you know, it's it's good reassurance for me because, you know, when I was putting together the programming, I was like, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to be. Yeah. Well, I think it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful combination of teaching real skills, mm-hmm. like teaching real gymnastics yeah. and like removing a lot of the stress that comes from real gymnastics. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're training gymnastics as a, as a sport and you're going in competing, yeah. you're showing up as an, an eight-year-old who maybe this is like your first few weeks of doing gymnastics. You'd show up and you'd be like, what? Yeah. These kids are 
and then you'd, you'd be demoralized yep. and, and you'd lose a lot of that confidence. Yeah. But it's not, it's not necessarily about judging yourself on the global gymnastics scale. It's about improving yourself and, and learning new skills. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's the beautiful thing about the program is, is you really, you, you show kids, you show kids that they can do more than they thought they could do. Yeah. And then they leave really jazzed about it. Yeah. You know, it's like, ah, oh, I, I, yesterday I couldn't climb a rope. Today I can climb yeah. a rope. Yeah, I got an e- I got a really awesome email from a parent the other day, and she was saying that she had to explain to her daughter what a sore muscle was, and uh, that was because she had climbed two thirds of the way to the top of the rope. That's awesome. And the next day, she was telling her mom that she was super sore, and she's like, "We had to explain to her what a sore muscle was." That's cool. <laughs> so it's I think um, I think it's awesome that I'm able to you know stick with gymnastics, but I. It makes me feel better seeing these kids feel better about themselves in what we do in our program. Yeah. So, yeah, this uh, yeah th- this gymnastics program with Old City is awesome. That's cool. So. so, do you see do you see like changes in the kids' demeanor and their confidence as they acquire like more and more skills, or is they're in the program for longer and longer? Like, do you see a change in their like who they are? Oh yeah, for sure. They're they're more they're more confident. Yeah. They're, they're more determined, and they're all super eager to learn. And so, That's you know, awesome. I, think it's, I think it's one of those things, you know, you learn something, and you see you can do it, and you want to see what else you can do. Yeah. And so, you know, the kids get a certain skill, and it could be something so simple. You know, we worked on chin hangs last week, and yeah. the kids had a really hard time with it. And so during playtime this week, the kids are doing chin hangs. That's awesome. And they love it. Yeah. You know, and so they're just like, and most times when we try to introduce something that requires the kids to use muscle, we tell them like, today you're going to learn how strong you are. And today you're going to learn how to use your muscles and, you know, to do certain things. And so when we, when we explain that factor to the kids and they realize like, whoa, this is hard. Yeah, you know, and they're they're eager to figure it out and learn it. Yeah, that's that. And each week they come, they're saying, you know, we had some kids say, "Are we doing anything that makes us use our abs today? <laughs> <laughs> Are we using our quads today?" Yeah, you know, th- that's our older kids, but you know, our like five to seven, eight to ten year old classes, and they're all super eager. Yeah, and so. Yeah, for sure. The kids are changing. We have some kids who have been with us since we started the program in March. Right. And all of those kids are, like, continuously eager. Wow. So they haven't they haven't died out and lost interest in the program. Yeah. Which was something that I was really concerned about, but they're not. And right. so that's reassuring. Because you, you, do, you do the four, like, what's the basic structure of the program? You do the four big... Uh, what like floor yeah. bar so each apparatus beam. so we have vault bars beam floor yeah and so we focus on each one for a month yep um and each week we're learning a different skill yeah that builds up to something hard hard quote yeah. unquote hard so yeah. for example if we were doing floor maybe the first week we'll do forward rolls and yeah. then the next week we'll do backward rolls and then the next week we'll do intro to handstands and then the last week we'll do cartwheels, but the, all of those skills are put in an obstacle course that have other stations that build up to that skill or the week that, or the skill that we're doing in the next week. Yeah. Um, so we're saying we're not doing cartwheels till week three, but for the past two weeks the kids have been doing cartwheel drills. Right. So when we actually do a cartwheel, 
it all clicks. Yeah. It all comes together. It's for the most building, part. <laughs> building it up. And so yeah. what you see is kids who've been through the, the cycle mm-hmm. two or three times. Yeah. Their cartwheel goes from, you know, like a decent cartwheel to like a really yeah. good cartwheel. Yeah, so starting with their arms above their ears in a lunge and, you know, making sure they're putting... I always tell people when you do a cartwheel, think hand, hand, foot, foot. And so we get kids that go hand, foot yeah. or hand, feet because they're kind of like doing this like jump over thing. They yeah. don't understand the concept that it's all supposed to happen it's, at yeah. four points. Cartwheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it goes from being this one mushed skill where they're yeah. just kind of like jumping from one side to the other to an actual stretched out cartwheel. cartwheel. Virtuosity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's what they, yeah. they talk about that in the, in the CrossFit. So Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, he like has a gymnastics background mm-hmm. and he talks about the you know, like the virtuosity of movement and how you can learn how to do an air squat like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like most people, you know, like five minutes, they're doing a pretty good air squat. Yeah. Um, but you can just tell the difference between someone who's been air squatting for years yeah. and someone who just learned it. For it's sure. just, it's that piece. It's that virtuosity where it's just like, they're not, they're not hinging their hips, bending their knees, squatting down below parallel. Like that's been combined into one movement. Yep. Like that movement is a squat. Yeah. Yeah. And so we see that a lot with a lot of the skills that we're doing. Um, and although they're really basic, you know, this week we've been working on skin the cats yeah. and the big fear with these kids is they're afraid to go upside down. Yeah. And so we're helping the kids get used to going upside down, you know, doing it with a spot and realizing that, you know, you can see the floor the whole time. Right. You know, if you ever want to come down, just look at the floor, put your feet there. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it's just teaching all these outlets for the kids to realize, you know, how to do it, what to do if it doesn't go right, you know. I, it's it's all a process, but the kids are they're they're loving it. So. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And then how are you? Like how are you? Like what's what's you know like the arc of the arc of Jasmine's life? <laughs> you know like what's like you went from you went from competing at, at gymnastics at a high level and then doing the mm-hmm. cheer thing and then doing this elementary education thing in college and yeah. and now you're you're running a kids gymnastics program. What do you like? It's awesome. It's it's my life is pretty like it's pretty boring. I mean, I go to the gym, I go to work, um, and so I probably spend like a lot of time with my cats at home. But <laughs> but that's that's pretty much it. You know, I don't I don't do I don't do too much outside of. I mean, I don't think it sounds boring at all. I mean, you were just talking about transforming the the athletic, the athleticism and the confidence yeah. of, you know, kids across yeah, Capitol keep, Hill. Um, I keep telling myself I want to train for something. I just haven't figured out what I want to do. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do, like, something with strength or, like, a race or... Yeah, you just want to sort of apply yourself like you did with gymnastics. Yeah, I want to find something to, like, train for. Yeah. I've always wanted to do, like, a like a bodybuilding competition. Yeah. Or um, something with strength, because I feel like for my size, I'm pretty strong. Yeah. And so I, I just try to stay really consistent in the gym. Yeah. That way, whenever I'm ready for that, I just, I'm not starting from nothing. Right. <laughs> so, um, so what does yeah. it, what, like, what does it look like when you work out? What do you, like, do you do gymnastics type stuff or is it I try more not just like, to because I don't want to be that person who's being really extra in the gym. Yeah. So you just want to kind of fit in and do like normal gym things. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, I do, I do get some looks, you know, because I, I, I love lifting heavy. Yeah. And so like, that's, that's definitely my thing. And I learned that in college. I actually did CrossFit for like two years in college. Wow. 
Um, and I absolutely loved it. And yeah. at that time, I was training twice a day. I was like, just like eight to ten percent body fat because yeah. I was so lean. Yeah. And um, and so now I'm just I'm just lifting and doing a lot of cardio because I learned I gain muscle really fast. Yeah. And so if I don't do cardio, I'll probably put on like five pounds of muscle in a week. Wow. It's weird. It's crazy. It's so weird. And you know, it's funny. I took a I took a week off of the gym last week, and I came back this week, and I just feel stronger. It's, yeah. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with gymnastics. Um, yeah, I but, think I think you sort of develop this athletic frame. Yeah. You know, like that just doesn't go away. And yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I, yeah. I don't know the science behind it, but I feel like. I feel like I, got, I grew up swimming my whole life. I could, you know, I'm definitely very much out of swimming shape. But, yeah. you know, if I were to focus I, for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> I get uh, I get it all the time, when, especially when I'm leaving the gym. Like, if I leave the gym and I go straight to the grocery store, people always ask me, like, are you a gymnast? And I'm like, I used to be. Not anymore. I yeah. mean, I, I, but they're like, wow, like, how long has it been? When I tell them, they're completely surprised. Yeah. Because it's been so long, but I'm just like... My stature, I'm telling you, has been the same since gymnastics. Yeah. Like there That's was a there was a period of time when I wasn't working out at all and I like put on a little weight, but I was still like gymnastics frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you put weight into that frame that's that's yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I learned a lot about my body during that time and so now I just try to like I'm trying to just maintain right now. I don't have any you know what you need to train for? You need to train you like because you're really good at handstands and like hand balancing. Yeah. You need to become uh, one of those Cirque du Soleil performers that stacks the chairs <laughs> and then balances on the top of the chairs. That would be really awesome. Yeah. That would be so awesome. Yeah. I let's actually do that. used to want to be in the circus when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, and my dad thought it was so silly. What did, what, what did you want to do in the circus? Something with flexibility or handstands. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling one you, since com- I was like ten, wow. I was like, I want to. My dad's like, what do you want to be when you get older? I was like, I'm going to be in the circus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do handstands and I'm going to bend in half and <laughs> drink water holding a Hold cup with, your with foot. my feet like <laughs> over my head. That's a different level. Yeah. I think that's like, that's that stuff is crazy. Yeah. And yeah, I follow all these people on Instagram and it's crazy to think that like things like that are possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think at some point, like, flexibility like that, you almost got to be born. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's created. Yeah, when I was doing gymnastics, I had really good hip flexibility. Like, yeah. I can still do splits. And right. I'm super flexible in my hips, but my back flexibility is, it's always been awful. Really? Awful. Yeah. yeah. Bridges, anything that required an arch of my back. It's just tough. Yeah. And yeah. now, as an, like, as an adult, I'm just... It's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's super cool. Yeah. Uh, Lots of gymnastics. <laughs> I know. No, this is awesome. This is this has been been fantastic. A chance to sort of uh, talk to you and uh, mm-hmm. have you talk about the program and your life. Yeah. And I didn't think I was going to be that interesting, but I, I I feel like I have a lot of things to share. So. Yeah, you're super interesting. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, like I that that's the thing, man. So many people are like, My life is so boring. <laughs> yeah. Man, what 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 somebody else wouldn't give to have, you know, like a, a fraction of insight from, you know, your experiences sure. and like like I would love to learn about discipline from Jasmine or oh man, Jasmine, like teach me some handstand mm-hmm. stuff or like what's like I heard you talking about kipping. Like, yeah. like it's 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 really cool. And that's sort of one of the goals of what, you know, what I'm trying to do with these conversations yeah. is just like highlight how great people are. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. It's awesome. I 
And that's that's one thing that I I, I love doing things like this. And yeah. so, and it, I mean, it's just like the program that I'm doing, you know, realizing that you are awesome, you yeah. know? So I think, uh, this was, this was, I think this was a good thing for me to realize how awesome I am. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet Jasmine. Well, high five. All right. Thanks for hanging out. Yes, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. <laughs>